All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. Uh, Brent Wallace uh, with you alongside Jason York and Bobby Ryan. The gang is back together. This show proudly, as always, presented by Botano. The game starts now. Uh, Guys, it is an ask-me-anything type of show. But before we get to that, two things. One, I don't give a shit if you've watched Barbie or Oppenheimer. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to hear about it. I don't care. Uh, secondly, uh, congrats to everybody who got married because it seemed to be like everybody this weekend. Uh, first, Brady Kachuk and then Nick Paul. Uh, I think Tyson Berry. There's a bunch of anyway, lots of people getting married. So uh, there is an ask me anything question about that. Bobby, I'm going to get to in just a sec. But um, it looked like Brady, if you guys saw the pictures, invited every hockey player he knew to attend the wedding. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, Brady, lo- Brady loves a good party. <laughs> we know that. So if he was getting married and getting hit, I just have a feeling that he was going to make that one hell of a weekend or night. So uh, it looks uh, exactly like that's what happened there. What a great picture, actually. Where did he get married? Was a, it, where, where is he? New Jersey. Oh, where, where, oh nice. There, oh, that's right. I knew Emma was from Jersey. I remember yes. that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so, and the boys, like, some of them had to travel. I think. I think they're back-to-back days with Nick Paul so that they had to go New Jersey back to Ottawa to get to, to Nick Paul's. Like, there's a lot of hangovers, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the boy. That's, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> quick turnaround, too. Yes. If you're getting from one uh, to the other. I've, I've done that. We've Well, 
we've all been at that age where you're just on that wedding circle. That's, you know, <laughs> like you can't get off that carousel um, for a couple of summers <laughs> in a row. So I've been through it. I know, I know I've, I've crossed a lot of coastlines to do that. <laughs> uh, and there, and so we do have a question, but the other thing was uh, Yorkie's not involved. Like Bobby and I are both ready for wedding season. We're in our whites. Uh, Yorkie's yeah, nobody gave you the memo. Being invited. Got my white hat on. That's a free um, member guest hat right there. I can tell. That's exactly what that is. That's a member guest hat. Uh, actually, yeah, it could be. It could be. <laughs> and, and so, uh, Bobby, I don't know if it's lighting or not, but do you use sunscreen? Dude, <laughs> you should see it. my my back, my legs. We were on the boat. I didn't. Um, I didn't plan very well, and. Uh, both Lindsay and I, Lindsay and I, my buddy Stu, um, are all lobsters right now. And it was, a, it was a tough one. But I fell asleep for about an hour and a half out there the other day. Well done. So, uh, yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. I, I mean, that. Yeah, uh, little, little literary. <laughs> all right. So there's a question uh, on Twitter from uh, JWJTaylor18. Um, let's get a spicy story from Bobby. From the NHLers wedding he attended with Brady's now in the rear view. Uh, do you have any stories? And do you ever remember the uh, the groom ever uh, going tarps off to sing at his own wedding like Brady did? Yeah, Corey Perry did. I don't know if Corey Perry went tarps off, but it was the hottest day in Toronto in like 30-something years. Um, and I remember it was – it was so beyond hot that guys wear tarps off before the dinner started and <laughs> were outside with their shirts off. <laughs> uh, that one. And then Robbie, Sh Robbie shrimp might've got 86 from the party a little early. <laughs> he, <was playing> <laughs> <laughs> he, he went in and he kicked the band right off the stage <laughs> and had a blast. <laughs> um, that was one of my favorite ones to witness. And then James was new skis was really good way back in the day. So there's some good spicy stories. I'll have to write a few down. Um, but they'll be in the book. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the book. They'll be in the book. Oh, man. I got, I got, I got married in Windsor. My, my wife's from Windsor at a golf club, and I put all the goons way up in the. We it was like main level, family, friends, <laughs> grandparents. Then they had a balcony at this golf club, Beach Grove Golf Club, and I put all my buddies up there from high school and all my hockey buddies. And one of my buddies takes a bun and they start whipping buns at each other up there. And you'll, I don't, I don't know if you remember Jim Cummins, uh, Bobby, but you oh, remember yeah. Jim Cup? He was nuts. Like he, so all of a sudden Cummins gets a bun, in the, a bun in the head. He's like, what? All of a sudden, it just starts. He goes over, goes to grab one of my buddies. Almost a brawl breaks out from guys whipping buns. On the <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't know about you guys, but at my wedding, I stayed really, really uh, sober because I was. You're just so exhausted that I didn't even get to like really enjoy any part of the wedding you're just moving from one place to the other so at the end of the night i was like i don't even think i had you know more than a glass of wine or two over a couple hours you know no, it's way back when that's 10 years ago but yeah i you're just moving too fast so you, it's more fun to go be at these parties and, and watch the guys <laughs> and the debauchery so you so what did you guys do because every, every wedding has a thing where you do for the bride and groom to kiss like anything <laughs> all you guys anything neat at your wedding so, by no. the way, I went to Mexico and had 11 people because it was just family that showed up. So there was none of this nonsense. So I just so basically smart. got in and got out. Yeah. Yeah. In and out. We were, 
I remember we were really excited or really nervous because I had only been with Ottawa for a year. So most of my wedding was Anaheim and they were still in the playoffs. Um, if they had won that game, they were going to the finals. And I was like, you guys can't win. <laughs> like the wedding's <laughs> going to be so empty if you don't win. So uh, they, they lost and then they all got on their, you know, in the car and made it up to Santa Barbara for us. It was a great time. Oh yeah. Great we time. had a, I had them set up because at a golf club, they set up a putting green right in front of the head table. And instead of doing the stupid clinky clinks of the glass, if you want us yeah. to kiss, if you want us to kiss, you got to drain a 20 foot bomb and I put a little break in it. So there you then go. You're not, yeah. Then you're not getting up all idea. day. Right? That's a hell of an idea. I like that a lot. Pretty, pretty good, pretty eh? Good. Yeah. My, yeah. My, one, my one buddy, one of my old high school buddies, just got tuned right up. All of a sudden, later on in the night, he comes up. He's got his dress pants pulled way up, and he's got his dress socks up like Payne Stewart, and he grabs a hat from somebody, and he goes up there to sink the putt. Oh, it was great. <laughs> oh I so, love it. Yorkie, that's clearly not your idea. Who came up with it? Bob, come on. One thing I am, I'm an ideas man. You should know that. <laughs> of all people, you should know that. I wasn't good in math, wasn't good in science, but art, creative writing, and gym, and uh, all A pluses. But come on, you talk. Wow. I, all right. Well, you are the current new owner of the Ottawa Senators. So um, don't even get that. I'm running, um, with, I'm running with that. Do you? I know. I'm with you. Uh, hey, by listen, the way, Michael, I, I, I was at an alumni event a little while ago. A couple of guys were like saying, hey, guys are getting into the drinks. A couple of guys were like, hey, uh, put in a good word for me. And I'm like, I, I'm just going to run with it. You know, if people want to think that. Yes. No problem. All, I, all I, day long. <laughs> I get people asking me all the I time about you with ownership. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, Michael Andlauer in town on, I think, I believe it was Friday uh, this past week, um, taking care of some more stuff. So that's good to know. Uh, hopefully we'll uh, see ownership change in a bit. Um, I, yeah. I mean, just by getting done sooner than September. Um <laughs> Were you guys ever double booked for weddings? Like, is there ever, it seems to be that you have like a short window, basically July, maybe some August to get weddings in. Um, do you have to plan this way out in advance? Do you just, how does this all play out? That's exactly, that's exactly what you do. You, you start to look at where you want to go and you say, it's got to be July or August. Basically, <laughs> we were June 12th and it was way too cut. Like we cut it really close. I was nervous um, with all my teammates. So you need you need a July wedding, July, August, maybe even early September if you can get away with it. But uh, I remember my my um, girlfriend at the time made it work. She was at Brad Stalbitz's wedding in Orange County, California, on a Saturday, and on a Sunday morning she was on a flight with a couple other of my teammates. I I was and got to Toronto, so she flew on a red eye, got to Toronto for a double back to back with Cordari's wedding. It was incredible. And I elected not to. Hey, how about how, I'm how going about, the one? I'm going the one. Bob, how about Corey Perry? Oh, four a mil a year for Corey. Yeah, so somebody <laughs> needs to get to the cap floor there, right? Eh? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Good for him. They're gonna have to carry that guy out. That guy just loves the game. Loves the yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna have to Is, carry him out. He seems okay. Just on the quick Corey Perry question, he seems very well liked by teammates but very despised by anybody that doesn't know really? him. And it really? might just be the way he looks at people. It's a worm. Uh, yeah. But, Wally. but he, that's, the, he, that's like, the best. That's the best. I've never heard that before. 
<laughs> despised. <laughs> just, I like to watch it. That's shit. So um, he is the best, one of the best guys. I played with him for a year before he kind of let me in, and yeah. then was be you know one of my closer friends on that team for a long time. But uh, yeah, he's he's very standoffish until you, I guess, you earn your way with him. That's the best way to put it. But yeah, just universally loved guy, man. He's so much fun. Yeah. So much See, fun. in Yorkie. Yeah. We cover like it's different for us on our side because people are sometimes they don't like the media, they don't want to talk, mm-hmm. whatever. So for me, he just was never a guy that was very approachable, shall we say? Oh yeah, he, he I could see him with media guys. They just put the big wall right up. Yep. While yeah, he's trying yep. to jump over, looking over top of that wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was he's, like, he's, a, he's a quiet dude. You know, he's a quiet. He's very selective with what he says. But yeah, yeah, one of the best though. I got to tell you that. Uh, moving on. Guy Boucher is back in the National Hockey League. He's going to be an assistant coach with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Bobby, your former coach, uh, I hate to, I don't want you to give too much praise uh, in case you do to Guy because we, that means we got to give a little bit of praise to the Toronto Maple Leafs. The but Leafs, yeah. uh, can you tell me what uh, Leaf fans should expect from having Guy Boucher behind their bench this year? Well, he's going to help with your power play. Um, Immensely. I mean, that's what he did. You know, you look at Stamco scoring 70 or 60, whatever it is, of one year um, with those guys that were just feeding him all all season. He's going to find ways. He's very, very creative. He's very, very um, detailed. Uh, I think their power play is going to go through the roof with him at the yeah, home. I really it was do. second in the league last year. Like, do they I know, need it's like another how much guy. better? Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> They're pretty freaking good. But um, but I still think you're going to he's, – he's just going to find ways to be more creative. Um, you know, you can remember Teddy Purcell, yep. um, the year that yeah. he had with him, Teddy's one of the most cerebral, you know, power play guys I've ever seen. But if you're pulling that out of the Teddy Purcell and that's not to discredit him by any means, but, um, that's what he's going to be able to do with their top guys. He's going to give them more information to digest and more looks for them to score goals. Who's his boy again? Is it Pyatt? That's the guy he loves. Eh? Is it yeah. Pyatt? Tommy Pye. Yeah. Is yeah. he getting the? Is he getting the player development job or something there? Like he's got to bring him in, no, right? He's, he's coming back for one more. <laughs> he's kind of cranky today. Dude, I love um, that hiring though. I love the hiring. I just think he's in the NHL. Hey, I do. Yeah, he, he's got to help their structure though, right? Because if you look at the one yeah. thing with Leafs, what they're guilty of, like they don't, and the guys they brought in too. I'd be nervous right now if I'm Sheldon Keith. You brought in some really good players, and like Bertuzzi's a really good player, Domi's a really yeah. good player, Klingbird's a really good player. But what do all of those three players have in common? They're not very good defensively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. That is true. Uh, we're gonna get a text from Bert here too. <laughs> what, are you guys doing? Was... Hey, what are you guys doing? Burying me? Tell it like it is. Get, we gotta get him on. But no, you're right. Um, if he can work with, but I, I think he's just going to be the offensive side of things, don't you? Yeah, you think yeah, so? I think so. I don't know. I got we got to ask him. Yeah. <laughs> we know he's on. not coming on. Yeah, who? Gee, he, yeah, he sent me a quick text. I will not talk about the Ottawa Senators. I'm like, well, oh, he doesn't yeah. have to. No. That's it. We'll just talk about the Leafs. Get <laughs> 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 <Come> on. <laughs> I so by the way, people who don't know, he was almost hired as the head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs back when mm-hmm. uh, Mike Babcock was getting hired. So here's the story as I know it. Uh, he goes in for the interview. Uh, they like him. Uh, at the time, it's um, oh, Lou Lamarillo, if I'm not mistaken, is the GM. Mm-hmm. 
so they bring him back and they say, uh, Shanahan wants to meet you. It's all but a done deal. We're going to bring you in. And so they fly in and his wife flies in. I believe she goes now out with the staff and they're looking at houses, at schools, all that stuff. Like they're planning their move. Um, it's supposed to be rubber stamp. So Boucher goes in to meet with Brendan Shanahan. Uh, they're doing the whatever chat. And then the phone rings. And while he's in there, Guy Boucher's in there. Uh, Shanahan goes, just a sec. I got to take this call. It's Mike Babcock who says, I will take the job. No. So Guy Boucher, oh, yeah. so Brendan Shanahan comes back in and says, Guy, I'm terribly sorry. Uh, you do not have the job. Mike Babcock just called me and took the job. Wow. So uh, Guy goes to tell his wife afterwards. He comes back to the hotel and whatever, as far as I know. And, and she doesn't believe him. She's like, no, no, you're joking. He's like, no, I'm serious. And that's how Mike Babcock became coach of the, uh, auto, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Wow. Yeah, because because didn't Bab, like Babs was it was all a mystery if he was going to take it or not. And it went on yeah. for a long time, right? And and uh, he played Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, man, I'm fa I'm fascinated to see how Babcock does in Columbus. Yes, like that. Patrick Laine. That's not a very good team. No, he's got a lot. He's got a, he's got a lot of he's got a lot of work to do there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, yeah. Uh, and they uh they don't have the jet. He he didn't get to negotiate twenty five hours so he can get out of Dodge whenever he wants. Like get in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> is that, oh, that is that what he had in the deal? Twenty five hours of oh, jet yeah. time or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. He had all yeah. kinds of perks. Yeah, he got the, anyway. The, the McConnells aren't giving him that down there. No. And <laughs> <in, in> C bus. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're uh, before we move on to ask me anything, which we've got some great questions. There's a few in the chat we'll try to get to too. Um, if you guys have read the Nerd Report. It's mm -hmm. time for sponsor reads, and I'm pretty sure I'm not doing any. Nope. No, not, I already got mine. I got them up here. Hang on. Okay. I had them up. <laughs> All right. I got one. Yeah. Um, but we're, right. not doing, we're not doing Batano. Oh, we are Batano. Okay. Batano. Yeah, that's Yorkie. Is All that right. Sorry. I'm, I'm, okay. Batano. Hey, yeah. the game starts now. Canada's betting online. Live betting. Bet Builder special missions. <laughs> Until I don't cut my glasses Good on here. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, big thanks to Batano. Great guys I, I over there. I sent you the read. Okay. You uh, did send the read. Yeah. Go, can you go back for a sec, Gavin? I got to put my glasses on. Okay. Hang on. Coming in hot, proudly presented by Patano. Visit patano.ca or download the award-winning state-of-the-art app. The fastest, most user-friendly and advanced betting app for your mobile or tablet. Have the amazing world of sports always with you at Patano. Hundreds of betting options for events and try same game parlays with BetBuilder. Also live game, in-game betting, and the most competitive odds in the market. Patano, Yorkie, the game starts now. Amazing. Love it. <laughs> Who's doing this one? Because I, I did not. Well, I got oh. PEI Holmes, I thought, from you oh. in the email. All right, Yorkie. But I am good with oh, either I, or. I'm oh, good this with is, this. Here we go. I just send you a I sent you a note and neither one of you can follow along. <laughs> <laughs> I, prom I promise you, I am not there. No, no. All right. Renfrew Pro. <laughs> yeah. Renfrew Pro. Look him up at renfrewpro.com. It is, as Bob loves to say, very easy to tear with your hands. Moisture resistant, helps with your puck control. Use what the pros use. Available at all major retailers. Renfrewpro.com. It's the one with the green core. 
Instagram, give them a follow at Renfrew Pro. Don't forget to tag your teammates for unlimited entries and share your story for 10 bonus entries. And as always, uh, our show brought to you by our friends over at Bonashare for 35 years. BEI has built its reputation on providing great service with unmatched quality of work. And the BEI team is putting forth the same commitment to building your new home. Escape the city and the big city price tags by relocating to a home in the Ren, uh, excuse me, Ren subdivision uh, project um, newly off the ground by BEI Homes an hour west of Canado. You can enjoy a vibrant small town atmosphere with all the modern, modern conveniences. Walking distance to the beachfront at Muskrat Lake. Uh, detached homes with 70 front footage with water and sewer. There are also semi-detached homes with plenty of affordable options. God, this is a long one. Man, oh, see, options. see, you're supposed to look it over and then pick some of the lines. Oh, I'm just running right down the middle here. But trust the quality builder with a seven-year Ontario home warranty for peace of mind and living. As you're always, follow them at BanishBonisherHomes.com. And thank you for... Whew, Wow, <laughs> we we didn't sell any houses today. Well, well, I just want you to know that that's what that says. I have <laughs> I have no nothing on Renfrew Pro on that one. Did you read okay. that? What did you read that with a chew in? You got a chew in? <laughs> nope, no chew. <laughs> no, it was a good quality family show. <laughs> Can, <laughs> all right, so I have a oh. question before we get to the other ones, Gavin. So hold on one sec. Uh, Rob sends in the chat early on. Did Bobby versus Beer Leaguer? which is on YouTube, by the way. You can check it out. Intentionally choose people that were terrible at hockey. Uh, LOL. I tried so hard to be part of that as a reasonable player. Enjoy the idea and the fact you did it. Oh, thank you. Um, I didn't pick. They were they were handpicked before. Um, and those guys were, yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> so I felt so bad. I'm like, I'm just out there burying these guys and taking slap shots around them. I'm like, this is not fun. But uh it, was, it ended up being a really cool thing, but no, I had no say in who that was going to be. That was just that's all like that. That's like the old pros versus Joes. You guys ever watched that? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did it was, you? It was so good. Did you see? The, did you see the one where they had Cough Paul Coffee on? No, I, I vaguely remember it. It was well. My God, this episode was was amazing the guy they had on could barely skate and cough was like body checking him and like the guy was like trying to like walk out of skates and stuff because <laughs> usually if they bring in a basketball or a football guy like they can do it but you put a guy on yeah. skates that's never skated yeah. before like it's it's crazy how bad it is he had his head down yeah and i had to play defense and he came in so low and slow with his head down and they were like, no, you have to bury this guy. So I did. <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure he had a concussion. Because um, he was, yeah. I, and I was like, well, make sure you sign everything before we do this. Because I, I mean, you actually got to look at it. I threw him around pretty good on a couple of them. I got to watch um, this. Where are we funny. finding YouTube on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. It's pretty good. Okay, I got to watch this. Okay, so uh, here we, we go should do. Wait, with, hold on. What? We should do that, eh, Wally? We should do a show where you got to get your hockey gear on and you got to come down on a one-on-one with me. And then you got to do like a two-on-one with Bobby. Wait, me? Yeah, yeah you. Of course you. I was a goalie. Okay, you but play I'm not, Nets. I'm you not getting Nets. in goal now. You hey, play I'm Nets not. and we'll bring Mendez. We got to bring Mendez out. It'll be, it'll be beautiful television. <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but I will. I will lace them up for charity. Let's get you, you in go. the net, right. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, hit it, 
Gavin. There we go. Ask us anything. I'm going to make a tattoo there. Who wants that's, it? That's classic. <laughs> on, on your arm. Uh, okay, here we go, gentlemen. A question from uh, at seg 8240734. Do you watch every Sens game, and who do you typically watch the game with? Does your spouse join you, friends, other family? All right, Bobby, we'll start with you. For me, um, no, I don't watch every game, especially with the time change depending on what I got going on with the kids. I try to watch it at the very least every other, and I'm usually watching by myself um, on the couch. Yeah. So usually just me yelling at the screen. <laughs> Yorkie. I'll say, yeah, I, I pretty well, if I don't watch the game, I'll watch. Um, I'd say I probably watched 70 of the 82 games last year. And then I'll watch, um, if you don't, you can watch them in a shortened version on NHL.com. You can watch like the pretty well the just yeah. I remember when I was doing television. If I didn't have time to watch a game, I'd watch them on the NHL or even sports. I would have a nice little recap. But yeah, I usually watch. And my wife doesn't really like hockey, so she <laughs> does no, not want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and I got I got no kids at home anymore, so it's me and my dog Charlie. She doesn't really like it either, so she's it's basically just me and the dog. Wow. I've got the family. So my wife covers the team. Uh, so if it's an away game, we uh, watch it. My son uh, loves hockey in the sense. So uh, we all watch it together. I'm not, I, I'm not a yeller. Like you my mother-in-law yells at the TV and would call afterwards and go, Oh man, what a tough loss by the team. It's dev I'm like, <laughs> it's just a loss. Don't, don't get too caught up in this. She's all in, but she yells at the players, the TV, the coach, Anybody she will yell at. That's the way I like that. I love the passion. And I'll do, I'll, I'll do a passion. little, some of my got some of my buddies that do broadcasting, I'll send them a note during the game. And I'm like, see if you can fit this word into your next uh, play by play. <laughs> do you actually? I love that. Yes. We used to have a word, uh, the word cobbler. And I would, I would text my buddy and I'm like, I want you to fit the word cobbler into the next segment you do. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. And it's he goes, hey, old... hey, Wally, you've probably done that before. Broadcasters do it all the time, yeah. So really? My buddies, I gotta he's like, and, he, and he goes, it's a two-on-one, and he cobbles together a great pass for a goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, uh, I love it. Andrew Hammond asked me to do meow uh, one time in my stand-up. So I, I did it, and somebody tweeted, did Brent Wallace just say meow? <laughs> uh, and so that was in Colorado. I do remember. Anyway, uh, that's amazing. All right, moving on. Number two, uh, at Carl's here. How is a development plan developed and communicated to a Sens prospect, Yorkie? By the way, Yorkie, when we say I answered this anything, online, yes. Hang on a second. I need to tell you. I have a word with you. Um, when we say, "Hey, we have a show. Send in your questions for the show," it doesn't mean answer all of them that night on Twitter. <laughs> Listen, I just got back from my member guest. I had a few old fashions in me. I was feeling merry. And all of a sudden, that's the problem with Twitter. Sometimes you just see the replies, and I'm seeing all these guys asking me all these questions. I'm like, all right, start answering some questions. And then Bitterman pipes in like a half hour later. Hey, quit, quit answering all the questions. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you talking about? I'm like, oh, we're doing a show on this Monday. Yeah. 
That's what I get for being a good guy. Man, no, stay, stay off. Um, so you already answered it, though. So, but not everybody reads you, Yorkie. Uh, yes. Thankfully, I, on Twitter. Yeah. So I'm going to okay. have you ask or answer it now. Well, I don't know exactly what they do, but I'll say if it's a development plan, they usually. So we'll, we'll take a drafted guy for example. He's drafted. He goes to the table. Goes to development camp. When he goes to the development camp, he'll talk to the GM. He'll talk to the coach. But he's normally being handled by that with Ottawa. They've got three development guys. They got Sean Donovan, who's like the boss of player development. They got Jesse Winchester, and now they got Wade Redden. So depending on where the player lives, like if he lives out west, uh, Reds will probably go see him a few times during the year. But if he's in eastern Ontario, it'll be Jesse and Sean. But it's more. that's pretty well their guy's department. They'll work with the player, watch the player, give him feedback, send him video, do all kinds of stuff with him until he's ready next year to come back to camp and the process starts all over again. So that's pretty well the gist of it. I don't know if you got anything to add there, Bob. I I would just, I guess the check-ins are probably what young players gain the most insight from those check-ins and then you know hey you had an okay camp you weren't great this is what we need to be better at this is what we are going to do to help you and this is what you need to be doing behind the scenes um and a lot of times guys are very very heavily criticized in those things you know unless you're a first or second round pick and then you're getting you're getting a little more coddled i would say but (laughs) you know um but that's just the nature of that side of things but it's yeah it's the way it is you know Hey, Bob, I, I used to hate training camp because I was like a, you and I, you were a high, high first rounder. I was a seventh rounder. And I used to joke, like when the first rounder comes to camp, the scouts are all in the stands and like cheerleader outfits and pom-poms are like chanting the guy's <laughs> yeah. name. Out. They're like, give me a B, B. Oh, I wasn't spell Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> like they're oh, all, man. That's so all... true though. I was, uh, I went through a couple hard training camps early with Randy Carlisle, but then I got in that rocking chair for training camp in about year four. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you guys a funny story. I went, I went to my first camp in Detroit. I might have told this story before. And the way it worked in Detroit, they had, if you were on the Red Wings, you got to train, you got to, your, your stuff was in the main dressing room and a couple of the hot shot prospects were, they all changed in the main room. Then the visitor's dressing room, was all the guys that were like in the AHL or fairly high draft picks. Then down the hall, I think at the Joe was like, I don't know, like the janitor's room or something. There was like 12 of us in there. None of us had sticks. None of us I had any. Oh, so they, 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 I didn't have a stick. So the guy comes <laughs> in, they just throw in all these pro stock Iserman sticks. Like, here you go, boys. And we're like scavenging to get these sticks. I'm like getting the torch, trying to make my own curve. And like, you go on. Oh, man. These are wood, Bobby, by the way. Just uh, so you know. Yeah, but these, yeah. these young kids have no idea anymore, huh? <laughs> Bob, I, I didn't get my own pattern. I didn't get my own pattern until I was like fourth year pro and it was like Christmas. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> there was a question in the chat earlier, so I apologize. I'm not going to find it in time. But there is. they wanted to know what your flex and your curves were like. Uh, and the question I have is how long did it take you to settle on what you liked? Um. I used the Nick Lidstrom pattern from the time I was 11 or 12 years on because I was, we were so poor that these were the handing me down sticks <laughs> that I was giving. Honestly, that's, it was right. our coach uh, from the LA junior Kings that would, you know, use his for a week or whatever. And then he was a bigger guy. Then he would send it down to me. That's what I use. That's what I learned to use. Um, I 
maybe drastically changed it, not drastically, maybe changed it a little bit incrementally. I always use like a 75 to 85 flex if I could. Um, and then I used, I would use a different one for power play if I was in the position, the honey hole there um, to get the shot off quicker. But other than that, that was the only, Timu Solani took my stick one time out of my hand of practice and said, you're the best player in the world. Anybody that can play in this league with that ugly curve is, is the best player in the world. So, you know, I used the banana. It was a banana hook. It was, there's no other way to put it. I used the banana. Oh, I, uh, I had, I, I had a little heel curl, but one year, I don't know what I was thinking. I think this is why my wrists are all screwed up. I used a 120 one year, Bob. A 120. Oh, yeah. What, what are you doing with that? I have no idea. Great for well, you're just great. Getting, Yeah, you're getting the lumbering guys back in front of the net. Oh, <laughs> it, was, it. it was a it was a two piece composite, but then I switched to a one ten, and I finished with like a one a one hundred. But nah, I was using a stick way too stiff. You had to try way too yeah. hard to take a good wrister. Now, like nowadays, the shooting's so much different, right? The guys just like so bend into yeah. it. Like everybody can yeah. shoot it now. That's um. Were you a guy though that? Like Clark MacArthur would use a stick at that at that started at the year here, but by the end of the year it was down here. Yeah, um, yeah. His stick just got incrementally shorter, and I was like, "Is that because your back? Because you're you know not feeling good?" As he's like, "Well, isn't that the truth? You just get into a place where you don't feel good for months at a time." Um, so his stick just kept getting shorter and shorter. He you drove me nuts to pass to him in the later part of the year. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, no. Reason. I hate. I I never really liked my stick throughout my whole career. I just no. I didn't have a good I didn't have a good relationship with it. Loved my skates, never had a problem. I was always fiddling with my stick. Yeah, I was I was the exact opposite. I was yeah, I was trying to find skates to, that worked. There's less <laughs> to do now <laughs> though. Flippers eh? didn't move very well, but the hands were great. <laughs> like yeah, there's less to do now. I'd love it now. Like you just you get yeah. your stick, you can't change it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all right, uh, let's move on. Uh, from uh, at the sense sense, what are some of the most crucial elements you believe the Ottawa Senators need to address or improve upon to become serious contenders in the NHL? And how do you see the team's current prospects contributing to that vision? Huh. Oh, wait, uh, what, oh, sorry. Yeah. I wanted to put two of them together because they're kind of the same. Uh, okay. At Kingston, JJ just says, appreciate the show uh, and look forward to every episode. Uh, love Wally. Oh, sorry. That part's not there. Yorkie. Um, <laughs> Now that you're part of the ownership, what are you hearing as far as who may be added before the season starts? Or does the season start with any spots filled by um, EL entry-level contract players from Belleville? Uh, so, owner, I'll let you go first. Which uh, one are we answering? What are we answering first? So, they're, this, they're all kind of tied into the same. Is there okay, going yeah. to be any additions before this season gets underway here? Or are we going to see the spots that are up for grabs to be fought out by players who are already under contract? I still think they're going to make another significant move. I do. I yeah. think they're going to bring in another forward. I can see that happening. Um, I think they should. Guy. Yeah, I, I think I think there's a hole there. I think you need another guy there, preferably yeah. a, a a good left winger. Um, I think I think if they can get a, find a way to find the right guy, find the money, make it work. I think they do that. Then you because this kind of ties into what what this team's lacking. Just depth at the forward position. They've yeah. got depth at D. Yeah. They, they seem to have depth at goaltending now, but they need depth at the forward position. And for me, 
it doesn't have to be a guy that's going to, oh, we need a guy. Everybody always talks about, well, we need guys that can score. I think you need, I think this team needs guys that are NHL players that understand how to play the right way in their own zone, that don't play, they don't panic, and they can also chip in a little bit offensively. I think they have more than enough scoring. I just think they're missing that type of player mm-hmm. that just, like if you can get a guy like that, that can score too. But that guy's gonna that guy's gonna de- command a pretty big salary. But uh, yeah, the guy, the guy they need is a Nick Paul. <laughs> doesn't <laughs> doesn't, doesn't make that no. much money. <laughs> like I'm describing too. Nick Paul. He can play yeah. center. He can win faceoffs. He's big. He can skate. He loves Ottawa. They need Nick Paul. Like Nick throw Paul. Nick Paul in this lineup, and I like and I love it. Connor but Brown. There's, yeah, we- there's a hole. There's a hole there. Yeah. And <laughs> well, and. Uh, Part two of that question, they, they need yeah. they need to eliminate the big glaring defensive mistakes and turnovers. Uh, I know DJ talked about that he's gonna hold guys more accountable. He's gonna they're gonna do more teaching of the finer details of the game. Uh, because it, they need to stop shooting themselves in the foot at key moments in the game. That comes with this experience, but yeah. it also comes with it also comes with personnel and having guys that yeah. you, that, that that don't make those mistakes. So those would be my two things. There is a, so now that we've moved on from Debrinket, there's a lot of chat continually about Vladimir Tarasenko. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Bobby, you're the you understand what Vladimir Tarasenko is because you're that type of player who can score 30 goals at will. Do is there any fit be, from you guys to see that sees Vladimir Tarasenko as an Ottawa Senator? I don't see it uh, don't as you guys it. talked about. I don't think they need the scoring. Uh, so Bobby, you start. Uh, what? Would you add Vladimir Tarasenko to your lineup? Um, no, I wouldn't. I don't think he's a long-term part of the solution here. And that's not to say that it wouldn't be great to have a guy fit in 35 goals that makes five or six million bucks or whatever it is. That would be, you know, a dream. But I just don't – I don't see how you look towards five years from down the road when you want to contend every year that your guy is that, you know, that, that, that is what, 30 – what is he now? 32, 33? He's got to be older than that. I feel like he's 32, but he's not your guy. If you have the gum, if you have him to come in at the stopgap to get you over the hump to get into the playoffs, yes. But if you're going to build your team out the right way, then I don't think he's a guy that fits. I mean, do you, Yorkie? I don't see it. I don't. I, and I, I listen. He's a guy that can score, but I don't think his. He doesn't have the. Like when I look at the Ottawa Senators, what's going to make them good moving forward? Like, what's their identity going to be? It's everybody, everybody's going to want, not that it, you play like Brady Kachuk, but you play that relentless finisher hits, yeah. you track hard, like you hear of this, you track hard on the back check, you're in first on the four check, you go to the dirty areas. They don't need guys that sit on the perimeter and get their cookies that way. And, and listen, Tara Sankle's a really good player, but I just, at this point in his career, is is he does he have that burning desire to win a Stanley Cup like a Claude Giroux? Well, obviously not, because Claude hasn't won one, and he wants to do it right here in Ottawa. Is yeah. Tarasenko going to come in with that same burning drive? As I don't know Tarasenko, but I I'm just assuming no. The answer yeah. is no. He's 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 looking for a place where he's going to get paid, and it's going to be a good situation for him and his family. And I just I don't think it's a great fit. I just, if they could find a way to somehow, like if I, if I could ideally pick a guy, if they could get Konechny out of Philadelphia, man, oh, I don't know how That's you do nice it. Pick, yeah. 
It's yeah, not. He's not coming here. He's not coming, Can we stop? They're I not agree. trading Travis Konechny unless All you're right. giving up three first rounders or something. Something yeah, I know, ridiculous. but that's but that's like if I'm going to go after like a quote unquote guy that's a upper echelon player, that's sure. the guy I'm going after. Like I'm not yes. I'm not going after Tarasenko. He's a for me he's a bad fit. Not that he's a bad player. I just don't like the fit. I agree. I've let Vladimir Tarasenko he, turns 32 in December. 32. Yeah, so he's north of 30, and that's not what you want for your team. They're going to build the way that they're looking to build with all the so young guys. Also, also, too, Bob, if you look at their left side, you're prim- you're going to have two shooters on the left side in Kobalik, Kubalik, and Tarasenko. So that's basically, I don't know, 15 to 18 minutes each guy on close to 35 minutes yeah. of ice where they're not making the other team's defense ever pay a price. Like, yeah, that is so true. That's a great, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's gonna that'll, that'll drive DJ nuts. It will. That Kubalik doesn't. He doesn't pass up a shot. He doesn't. There's not a shot yeah. he doesn't like. Eh? Yeah, I love He's, that. I love guys like that. He can shoot it. <laughs> oh, he can shoot it. But yeah, I love guys like that. The horse blinders on from the blue line in. <laughs> hey, they just, <laughs> just, hey, just yeah. One timers all day. Um, but no, to your point, that that's a great way of looking at it is that the you know they're not soft players i'm not calling them that but they, it's no. a softer type style of game if you have two guys like that on the left well yes. yeah they're they 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 ain't if they don't have a play they're not chipping it by the defenseman and hunting them down yeah no <laughs> they're no, waiting they're for somebody else to do it yeah been there <laughs> <laughs> me too um, <laughs> uh, next question <laughs> after you yeah uh, to hurry up and get in there guys <laughs> also I'll be, the, uh, I'll be in the honey hole where you fire out that's my spot right there <laughs> more ownership questions one um yorkie what's going to be your job that your brother will give you in the within the sens organization um you don't have to answer that right away the uh be, the other one be, from at be head, Phil's. head coach right of course <laughs> <laughs> it's taken just kidding. um just kidding at Phil Sens fan do you think with new ownership the end of the no signing bonuses etc will end um which i turn might help us free help us sign free agents basically do you think mike will reach deep into his pockets to really make a go of it uh I'll, Yorkie, i'll start with you Yes, I th- I think this I think that you're going to see a totally different off ice way of of going doing things. Um, I think you're going to see a hands-on owner, a guy that's well. We've already been told he's moving here to the community. Um, he's going to be hands-on. He's going to spend money, and he's going to want to put the best product on the ice. And one of the ways you have to do that is you got to spend. So I think it's yeah. going to be a totally different way of doing things. And I think. Uh, I don't know Michael Handlauer, but I just, from everything I'm hearing, I, I'm hearing it's going to be fantastic as, as far as everything off the ice is concerned. Uh, Bobby, are you okay if they uh, bring back the free, the uh, signing bonuses? Yeah, bring them back. Load them up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want everybody to get paid. Um, <laughs> You're still I, getting paid. Don't know. I know, uh, Bobby right? had yeah. signing bonuses in his contract. He was one of the very few and last players to get that in his contract. Yeah, it went so well that they they stopped that for everybody. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry to the young players. Uh, you you ruined. But that it. being said, I would agree with everything that you already just said. I think the fans and people are going to have a much different experience when when he he turns this thing over the way he wants to. Um, 
Yorkie, somebody wants to know if there's going to be uh, any kind of farm boy discount or lower ticket uh, parking prices. I don't know how much say you have in all of this, but I'm curious if the farm boy monkey will be at the center at the opening entrance to the Canadian <laughs> the, Tire Center. The, the monkey that swings from the vines yes. in the fruit and vegetable yes. section? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That'd be a great idea. I'm just I'm just oh. glad the farm boy uh Salad buffets back open again. That was shut during COVID. Remember yes. that? Those were those were I, tough times. I wasn't sure they were going to bring it back. <laughs> it was. It's fantastic. I have a I have the card. I have a little salad. Your salad card, card of course. Yeah. Hey, your salad. We're moving on to uh, at Brady ninety, Jason, and you've answered this on Twitter again. One of your, but I like the question, and you're okay. going to answer it better now, okay. Jason. I've known your brother from his time working with my dad at GT Giant Tiger. He had the chance to play with him a few times, a great player and better person. What was it like growing up competitive competitiveness wise in your household? Will you participate in future sends alumni tournaments? Uh, yes, I will participate. I'll give you a snippet of what it was like growing up in my household. Imagine, uh, well, this was back when, when, when bullying was just kind of hand in hand with growing up, Bobby, you know, your brother would pin you down, uh, yeah. friends would come over lift your shirt up just pink bellies yeah purple nurples coconuts <laughs> uh you know there was <laughs> your older brother was there to toughen you up i'll tell you a funny story about my brother and my, uh, my parents were big uh horror movie watchers so we we're watching a movie downstairs went upstairs i was like nine years eight years old at the time finally going to sleep I guess my brother had snuck up there and was hiding under my bed for like half an hour. I finally go to sleep. This hand comes up from my bed and grabs me by the throat. <laughs> my freaking brother had, had, had hid there for 30 minutes, waited until I went to sleep. <laughs> so uh, basically, growing up in my house, you had to watch your back. And we just all played. We all played sports. We all uh, delivered the Ottawa Citizen. And uh, there was no mercy. You, uh, <laughs> you would just get tortured by your older brothers, but all in good fun. A lot of baseball in the summers, too. We're a big baseball family. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, nice. older brothers taught me how to throw the ball, my dad, everybody. But, uh, but yeah, the, watching horror movies after that, you'd have, to, uh, you'd have to be on guard for like the next week because somebody would be hiding in the closet, <laughs> hiding under your bed. You never knew. You're always on your toes. That's a, I'm an only child. I never had to deal with any of this. <laughs> it was crazy even my dad like i'd come in the house sometimes and i'd never know where he was hiding like he'd be hiding in a closet he'd pop out at you like it was it was just crazy it was amazing <laughs> yeah none of that none of that for me uh brady 90 again very busy uh he gets the uh, tweeter of the day uh wally what was your most memorable interview what was your routine most nights before going on air bobby what was your favorite part of living in ottawa what was your favorite sense teammate and why so we'll start with bobby what was your, what was your favorite part of living in ottawa you know what i actually really really enjoyed the food the food scene in the town i think it's extremely underrated with some really really good restaurants so we we had fun exploring those places um we were big polka pazos and then some of the other ones down in little italy um what's the name of that preston Preston Street. Yeah. Pres yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those restaurants are just great down there. Evo and Monty and that kind of stuff. So 
really enjoyed poking around the food scene. Um, I liked that there was a, it felt like a big city in a small way, especially being out where I was in Canada area. Um, I didn't live downtown or anything like that. So I liked it out there. You could go get an experience and then get out of there, um, you know, just as quickly. And then favorite Suns teammate would be, you know, Smitty, Andy, uh, Grizz. You know, those guys were some of my favorite guys. Um, but I would, if I have to pick one, I'm probably going to say Andy is the guy that I'll keep in touch with the most. Yeah, and Grizz won't return your text messages. So no, <laughs> never done. <laughs> uh, which is Clark MacArthur for those people. Then you'll get four in a row, and he'll and he'll ghost you again for a month though after. <laughs> Just as soon as you start to type, will you come on the show? You never hear from him again. It's exactly what he does. <laughs> uh, my most memorable interview. It's a good question. Uh, I want to say it was actually Jonathan Pitcher, the Butterfly Child, uh, mm. and for a couple of reasons. One. I hated interviewing kids, anything under like the age of 16, because a lot of times they just give you like one word answers. And yeah. I, so I always dreaded it. Um, and they're like, OK, so Jonathan Pitcher is coming in today. You're going to talk to him in the first period or whatever during commercial break. Terrified that he was just going to one word answer me. So we sit down to do the interview. He's fantastic. He's extremely funny, uh, very outgoing. I loved it. it. Was And I was sitting at the time going, this is a fantastic interview. But it just goes to show you got to not judge a book by its cover type thing where I loved every second of that. And we became very close afterwards. So Jonathan would always be my favorite interview. There's been players throughout the years who have gave, given fun interviews. Uh, Eric Carlson always typically gave a pretty good interview. Ryan Dezingle um, was one of my favorites. Like he gave me the quote one time. They, they were, you guys were terrible in Montreal in one period. You gave up like a, a team franchise record some 30 shots in the first period i don't know if you were in that game and i dezingle is the guest and he comes over but i think he may have scored or something i was like hey you know not all is bad you uh you picked up a goal or something he's like i gotta get my nuts over the puck <laughs> i'm like what and so yeah he was one of my favorites you never knew what he was gonna say so ryan dezingle was good too um and my routine the nights before my wife hated it because I called it game night. I would never go out, never do anything the night before a game. I just, I didn't want to go out and drink and all that. So uh, yeah. focused. So I was focused the night before a game, always. Even on the road, I'd want to travel in the day before and travel out the night of the game if I had to. I would rather be in the city uh, so fun. I could get a good night's sleep. Mm, you're lots yeah. of fun. Uh, <laughs> yeah. See, however, I will Can say... I broke quicker. that rule every time in <laughs> Vegas or in Nashville. I, uh, yeah. I, I was always out every night in those cities. Right, All right, moving right. on. Yeah. Question for both of you, even though Bobby is in the, uh, uh, type, the topic from JD Hockey Talks. If Bobby could have chosen to go anywhere after Anaheim, where would he have gone? Um, and Yorkie, I'll just ask you about if you could have chosen to play, play anywhere, where would it have been for sure. you? So, Bob... Um, if you could have chosen to go anywhere after Anaheim, where would it be? I always, I always, oh, felt, Philly. Um, well, Philly to a degree, but I always felt like a strong connection with Dallas, the area, the play. I, I liked the building. I liked the jersey. Like, I don't know. There was something there that I said, if I ever got to free agency, I would absolutely take a long, hard look at them. Um, I just like, I, I, I like the city. I like the food. I like the people. Um, it's tax free. So that would have been something that was on my list as well. But, um, yeah, between Philly and Dallas, those are the two for me. 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, I would have to say, so I started off in Detroit and I only got to play like 20 games there. I would have loved to have gone back there. Like it's mm. such a it's such a great like when I was there too, they had great teams and they yeah. won cup. Like I, I just missed that window. I left and all of a sudden they won all these Stanley Cups and you just got treated so good back then. Like it was they treated you like a million bucks and they had such a culture of winning. Uh my wife's from Windsor across the border. That was the plan. We were, we were going to live in Windsor and, and, and I would uh, travel to Detroit. It was like five minutes away, but uh, Detroit to me is a, just such a cool place to play. Um, yeah. And you played there, Bob, you know, it's just, it's just very cool. Yeah. Great history. I, like, uh, I, I got really robbed of the experience being a COVID year, but still yeah, you did. the, the you difference did. is, just, yeah, the difference is hands and uh, right? night and day. Like you, yeah. It's, it, it's unbelievable. It, it, it's such a big league city and you got, you got baseball there. You got basketball, you got football. Yeah. It's such a great sports town. Uh, and it the really suburbs, is. Detroit gets a raw deal too. Like the suburbs are awesome and they got They're great gorgeous. golf there. As, as you know, they've got outstanding golf and good people, good people. So yeah. I, I'd say Detroit. Um, I like that. That's a good it, answer. Detroit and Buffalo, ironically enough, or whatever is, they're both underrated for their suburbs. If you look at all the yeah. former players who moved to Buffalo or moved to Detroit and, and live, it's crazy. Buffalo is there, a huge yeah. group. It's a, it's a good amount. You're right. It is it's certainly a lot. Guys yeah. that play the Buffalo, like Todd Marchand always used to say that. Guys that play there absolutely love it, and they will all go mm -hmm. back. Yeah, but that Carolina's downtown is atrocious. It's awful, awful. Carolina's yeah. like that, too. Like all the guys end up, All the guys end up staying in Carolina. Really? 
Golf. Yeah, a yeah. lot of guys. Yeah. Golf. Yeah. It's yeah. good weather, yeah. golf. Good people down there. Yeah. Anonymity is probably a big factor there too, right? I'm sure that nobody knows who those guys are for the most part. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, were you surprised, Bobby, when you came to Ottawa and you did that video of standing on the street corner asking people if they knew who you were, that very few knew who you were? Um, I was not surprised because I'd only been in town two days and there had been, you know, a little bit of media coverage, not much of me at that point. So I wasn't surprised. No, no. Um, that was so much fun though. That was another good one. You, I was, you were very good in that. I will say, I was like, that guy's actually, got a good personality. I actually watched yeah, that. I, I watched that and I'm like, this guy seems like a good dude. This I was like, <laughs> How long ago was that? What year was that? Two, 2013, 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife said the only person that the only two people that actually knew who you are were the females the other guy said, oh, <laughs> you, can't, you can't blame them babe you know <laughs> that was just they're edited human. they're human yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, one more for the both of you um, right. at coyote ducks 54 bobby if you could play one final nhl game anywhere with anyone what team would you be on who are your line mates and who would you be playing against that's a great question. I still think the best hockey rivalry that I've played in and the most underrated one in the NHL is Anaheim, L.A., the Battle of the 405. I would go back to when both teams were pretty good. Um, you know, they had won. Kopey was coming on. Um, Dustin Brown, you know, and then myself, Gets pairs with Timu and those guys. Like, some of those games were just incredible, the atmosphere. So I'd go back and play with my two line mates there at the Honda Center. Oh, that's a great answer. Okay. That's that's a great answer. So I'll I'll dovetail off of what I said with Detroit, because I think a year later, I'd like to go back. I don't get traded. I stay on that Detroit team and I play in that Detroit Colorado rivalry. Oh. It just went nuts. Like one oh, of them. Yeah. Like Vernon's fighting at center ice with Patrick Waugh. Chris Osgood did the same. Like I, I would love to be in that series just to experience that. Like it would yeah. just be crazy and so much it fun. Would be. Like, like yeah. the playoffs, man, there's nothing like it. And that, and that's a whole, like you're talking about the Anaheim LA and the Colorado Detroit. It's just such a different level. It's just crazy. So much fun. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Yorkie, who would be your defense partner? Left shot, right shot. I got. I'm taking Nick Lidstrom as my D partner. <laughs> He's right? not bad, eh? no, D, okay. to, D to D to D out of the zone. D to D okay. out of the zone. I was just gonna oh, tell him, make sure he's not looking you off. Somewhere, Chris Phillips <laughs> is upset with you. And then I want the three Russians up front. I want uh, I want Larionov. I want Kozlov. And I want Fedorov. <laughs> Sergey, okay. give me Sergey. Uh, uh, all right, fair enough. I would pick if I could watch one particular game because nobody asked me uh i would want to see mike bossy and the islanders play gretzky and the oilers live. yeah that'd be, yeah that would, yeah yeah i grew up an islander fan and i hated wayne gretzky for that particular reason so i didn't ever really appreciate i guess how good he was um yeah but mike bossy to me was he was just in a different i the guy had nine fifty goal seasons like yeah. he he was just so good uh i just think he was underappreciated if that makes any sense because awesome. he got overshadowed by the well, the Oilers were just just so dominant after '84, right? Yeah, well, they did. But the Islanders won four cups in a row. I know, but when it came to Wayne Gretzky or Mike Bossy, nobody's talking Mike Bossy. 
I disagree with that. But I, I think it depends the era of the person you're talking to. Yeah. Like if you're talking to an older gentleman, they're going to know all about Bossy. I love Bossy. I, I'm not way. saying they don't know about him. He just didn't get the same level of attention. Well, well and obviously because he's playing against Wayne Gretzky, but the guy was just an automatic 50 goal scorer. That's don't. It's just don't, unheard of. But don't forget, like Gretz scored 90, 92 goals in one season. I know. Yeah. Like that's like, hey, yeah. boss, you're, you're pretty good. Guess what? I just got 92 in a season. Yeah. I <laughs> like, threw up 40 yeah. more than you just did. Yeah. <laughs> 50 and so, 39. I bad. think it's pretty well deserved. You got a little more. I didn't credit. say that. So that was my whole yes, point. You, you don't listen to me. <laughs> oh, <man. All> right. <laughs> um, you just said Gretzky gets more attention and bo- bossy should get his just as much. That's not, it's not what I said. It's not. <laughs> I, I can't wait for a vacation. Um, <laughs> I, Gavin, do we have the picture of Jacob Chikrin, who's uh, been busy? He went to uh, Brady Kachuk's wedding, and then he jetted off to L.A. or somewhere on the coast with Phil Kessel to celebrate the Stanley Cup. Um, my question, gentlemen, is Phil Kessel, who's won three Stanley Cups, a Hall of Fame player who's got 992 uh, regular season points in 1,286 games, and he's played 100 playoff games, and that's 83 points. Is yeah, I would say he is. A Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah, I would say he is. Well, what's his streak, too? Did you talk about his streak, Wally? How many games in a row did he play as well? Not getting oh, hurt? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Iron Man streak. That's, a, that's incredible. It's yeah, incredible. Yeah. Does he? Yeah, I think he will he, be. Does he own the streak? I should know this. Yes. For Iron Man? Okay. Yeah. He yeah. He broke it right after the end. broke it, right? Yeah, think it, it wasn't think long. Of, think about this, fellas. Iron Man streak alone, like peop, that is crazy enough to begin with. Three cups. Uh, in my opinion, too, I would have voted him that one year for Con Smythe when he had all those game winners. Like, I, yeah. I thought he could have very easily won the Con Smythe. That's how good he was that year. I, I, I'd put, I think Phil deserves to get in for all those reasons. I think you will, hundred percent. Hmm. I just, I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's a thousand and seven games, by the way. What, what, what do you, why, why are you hesitant, Wally? What's well, I don't think he didn't. I, I just, he didn't do much this year. So to say he's got three cups, I guess, but he's played four playoff games. Um, yeah. I, there's a lot of guys. Well, there's not a lot, but there are several oh. ahead of Lan- him in points. Like Lanny McLanny, like. Not to not to discredit Lanny McDonald, but he got the cup that year in his long johns, so he, that counts as a cup for him. Remember that famous? I, under, I know his name's on the cup, but this is a different era. I don't know that 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 game's played streak is so impressive. Like that to me is is almost worth it. Doing yeah. that and and being one of the top players in the game. Yeah. So. And yeah, and consistently putting points up along the way. Yes, I, yeah. yeah, it's, it's that's crazy. so hard to do. It's the hardest. I mean, it's hard to score in this league once. <laughs> you know, did it for twelve years in a row, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Yeah, no, I, I think he's. I like I said, I I think he deserves it. And also too, like getting into the Hall of Fame now, it's like if you like, it's yeah. There's Gretzky and Lemieux, but if you look at everybody else that gets in, like. Everyone's got a different story. I, I like Kessel's yeah. story. I do too. He's got my vote. All right. Fair enough. 
Um, oh, one final question from uh, Brett in Stittsville. Uh, who's the MVP of the show and why is it Wally? I don't know who wrote this question. <laughs> uh, this is re- sorry, I don't know how this got slipped in. Um, uh, yeah, okay. But- yeah, uh, thank you, Brett. The one that can get through those right through the readings of the BEI and <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, we can't read well enough. No, there you <laughs> go. That's fair. I uh, I'll accept the uh, the applause. Um, gentlemen, I appreciate the you stopping by because uh, I know it's been busy. You guys got a lot of golf to play. Yorkie, I got to see you on Wednesday. You yeah, were golfing in the same tournament. How'd you guys um, do? How'd you guys play? We finished seventh. You guys were ahead of us by, I think, a stroke or something. You finished like fourth or sixth. Yeah, yeah. It was the pro am uh, at out at Eagle Creek, Bobby. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked good. They had e- good Eagle time. Creek. Eagle Creek. It's the best I've seen it in like twelve years. That greens man, were running. I, a, greens were running great. You yeah, like it? I love that place. I lived almost. You know, I lived relatively close to there and absolutely loved it out there. I think it's one of my favorite courses. And well, it is my favorite course in that area. Yeah, but it's I'll a send great, you guys a video. I'm gonna go play the floating green right now. See if and you oh, gotta take a boat out. Oh, there, so, yeah. Okay, so you, you gotta video it. I will. Absolutely. Right. Done. Uh, see, see you, boys. Enjoy the course. Uh, take care. We'll see you on Monday again. Monday, guys, guys, Monday. Okay, Monday. <laughs> Monday. <laughs> Monday. We gotta do it in the morning though, because I'm leaving. Okay. Yeah. Monday morning. It is. See you, everybody. Bye. See you, Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.